I'm Ryan Nidell, host of 15 Minutes to Freedom, your daily action guide to getting shit done. Today's episode is entitled Quick Responses Part 2. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the content. In today's episode, I want to share with you why I felt compelled to revisit an episode from a few weeks ago and why time can create new perspectives. So here I am in the office. It's a Monday morning. Actually, that's a little bit of a lie. It's like Monday at 2. That rattling you hear in the background could be my dog Zeus and his collar that is now making noise as he walks around the office. Zeus now gets to be a guest of the podcast for the next few weeks, maybe even a few months, as his lymphoma has come back and his time with us is limited. That's a podcast for another day, but one that is coming nonetheless. I share all that with you because I'm sitting here in between podcasts, in between recording content. I'm going through my instant messages on, or my direct messages on Instagram. And a, a phenomenal listener, a great woman, it looks like maybe out of Colorado, messages me saying something along the lines of, I don't expect you to get back to me, but I love today's episode. I needed the perspective shift. Pers- yes, perspective shift. But in that, I want to present you with an opportunity to basically expand your capacity, which I love. Truly love it. And she goes into this fairly detailed description about how the fact that I had called someone out on getting upset that I didn't respond to them through a post on social media had her then go back and try to figure out from each post who the guy was to look the guy up online and then to maybe view his profile and maybe even get to the point of judging him. And she just wanted to make me aware that maybe I should go back and take down his post. I take down his comment. Well, admittedly, I'm not somebody that really ever goes back and thinks again about a post. Literally, as I've shared with you, we record content typically two plus weeks in advance. So by the time something launches, there's been so many things that have went on in my life that two weeks can feel like two years. But nonetheless, I thought long and hard. And by long and hard, I mean like for the better part of six or seven seconds and realized that she was right. Like, I certainly don't want any harm or any negative uh, emotions or any negative feelings to come towards this individual. Because this individual across the board was someone that ended up having a massively impactful part of, like, peace into my day. So much so that we, I record that episode. and certainly will not back down from that. I think it's, it's tough in today's day and age that when you don't get a response back or when I don't get a response back, we feel upset. Like it's things are so now, things are so instant that our judgment and triggers start going off and all of a sudden our, our life is just put in a tailspin because we didn't hear back from somebody quick enough. But what I didn't share was the consistent follow-up that happened thereafter, which is where all the growth and expansion came from. And see, I forget that I'm living my life every day and I'm responding to people and things are going on. And this is weeks now in the past. And I want to do the honor of making sure that I share the powerful part of this story. So sure, this individual was upset by the fact that 
we just didn't get a chance to talk. That he messaged me, direct messaged me, I didn't see it, or I read it and didn't respond, and he was hurt. And so I had asked him, like, why did he delete it? Then I do my best. I'm literally reading my phone right now. I am certainly far from perfect, but I do my best to return all messages. I admittedly do not get to them all, but I make it my goal to eventually get back to everyone. He says, I was listening to your podcast, and it really hit, hit me right in the heart. See, he had been doing some things that he wasn't all that proud of for a few years. And so that I, I proceed to ask him, did he delete it because I didn't respond quickly enough for his liking, or did he delete it out of fear of judgment and that I wasn't responding because I was judging him? And one of the most pivotal shifts that I've seen happen real time there's those three dots that pop up, right? the, the dots of death, like what's this person typing? And I'm fully expecting in this moment for him to probably tell me to go pound salt, like who am I to psychoanalyze him? Who am I to ask such a question? But admittedly, he says judgment. I deleted it because of judgment. I was afraid of being judged. I instantly respond back with a smile on my face. I'm proud of you, as I am. I mean, think about yourself right now, how difficult it would be to admit you did something that you weren't proud of based off of a negative triggering situation that you might not have even realized up until this very moment you didn't have control over. It's tough. And so I honored him for that. Told him it takes a big man to admit that. Then he proceeds to tell me more about this story. And the story proceeds to get into that he's 31 years old and he spent countless years really just doing things that he's not happy that he did. You know, a story that I think all of us can relate to. I mean, where in your life have you done things you're not proud of, but you can't go back and redo them? You can only make a new choice going forward. See, then bounces around and gets to the point of saying, I never took the time to accept God until my last breakup just a bit more than a month ago. And for those of you that, again, have been longtime listeners, you know that my understanding and relationship with God is unique to my, my own. I don't judge anyone. I had a great episode with Cody Jefferson. If you believe that your God is a long-haired, long-bearded, white-robe-wearing individual that died on a cross, I absolutely love you for it. I honor that. I'm glad that's what serves you. If your God is more of a, a mystical creature that doesn't have a life like a human form and is just a floating energy mass, I, I love you for that just the same. If your God ends up having a horn and is a rainbow unicorn, that's good for you as well. The fact that he never took time to accept his version of God up until a breakup last month ago shows to me that he is ready to consider a different opportunity, a different guiding force in his life. Think about how many times in your life that potentially you got trapped by the feeling that you know, religion or the sacrament had to be honored in a, in a traditional manner. And so it actually stopped you from giving yourself up to a higher power, realizing that there's more connection available than just what you or I could know in the moment. You see, this man went a completely different direction. He's, he's now considering something greater. He proceeds to go deeper into the story of just saying how he's lost. He was with a great woman for the better part of a year and a half. 
So he made some mistakes and did some things he's not proud of. And at the end of things, he's, he's left alone. He's not with her anymore. And so he's understanding in these moments and these texts back and forth to me that he lost the love of his life and he doesn't know how to fix it. But the blessing on the backside of not knowing how to fix it is he's now made room in his life to have faith or a connection to a higher power, to begin down the path of establishing that and owning that for what serves him, not what serves someone else. On the brighter side of things, he saw his connections at least to be able to have conversations with this woman, with his ex. He generally feels remorse. He feels badly for what happened. And he's looking for guidance. Now, I can't help but say this, just as I would say this to you. Admittedly, I've said it to Lindsay before. There's a strange thing that happens for most of us when we break up with someone. We go back to the emotional highlight reel. When a relationship ends, more times than not, if it's not in the heat of the moment, if it's not based off some catastrophic event that causes a a parting of the ways and a relationship fizzles out based off of whatever the variables could be. When we are left alone into our own devices, our mind has this unique thing to only remember the best parts, the laughs, the jokes, the intimacy, the traveling, the way he or she's body felt in your hands, the way their hair smelled, maybe the way their lips tasted. Like we remember these things that are vivid In many ways, these are our survival patterns. Your brain doesn't necessarily want to remember all the pain of all the things that didn't go the right way. We don't want to remember the countless days that we spent arguing, all the times we felt unfulfilled, the lies that had been told, the cheating that had happened, the manipulations, all the things that had went on and transpired over the course of a relationship, we all tend to turn away from when left to our own devices. It's very difficult to remove yourself and then become aware of the truth of the matter. I think about your own life right now. How many times in your relationships have you parted ways and then went back to this highlight reel as you're looking through pictures? Like time hop can be the worst thing on Facebook. Go back and, oh man, this this picture's from four years ago. I remember this time it was awesome. I should probably call that girl back up. No, this is not my story. This is hypothetical. Well, of course. What did you post back then four years ago? Were you posting the worst pictures of the worst days of your life on Facebook? Did you just make this change to post a highlight reel in the past six months? No, you're going back. You're seeing this idealistic version. Not what really happened. See, if it was a great relationship, if the pieces and parts were good and healthy and stable, Yes, there's going to be peaks and valleys, but the peaks might not be so high and the valleys certainly would not be so low. In my opinion, the things that you could work through could have actually been worked through. They would not have required a parting of ways. So he proceeds to tell me, this individual, I guess proceeds to ask me, so you're telling me just to give up? And I say, no, I'm not in a position to tell you what's right or wrong in any capacity. What I'm simply telling you to do is breathe, breathe in deeply, release all the negative emotions associated with this, release the fear and the feeling of being lost. 
You see, I knew at some point, I share with him that I had to get real with myself about me before I could make a relationship truly work. I knew that in myself, every relationship that I stepped out on that I was unfaithful in was not due to a situation with a woman. It was due to a situation within me. And until I took the time to unwind the stories that I had told myself for years, and Lindsay helped a tremendous amount with this, I realized I would be destined to keep repeating the same patterns. I would have kept cheating and doing a whole bunch of unscrupulous things. Because what was going on was all triggered events from me and the stories I told myself and the beliefs that I had had and the emotions associated with those beliefs that all triggered back to original incidences from long, long, long ago in my life. And the stair-step effect, until I was forced to look at it and deal with it and work through it, I was just going to keep repeating it. And so that's what I share with him. Like it's more than just an instance that I had in my own life. He then goes on to say, I see what you're saying, man. I appreciate that. I'm really trying to focus my time with God right now, and I do truly love her. But I need to work on myself before I work on us, right? And so this is another unique position. Like, I know what he's going through. I know the pain he's in. Like, he's, he's had this relationship with someone else, and there's a separation. And so he's, he's seeking answers anywhere he can get them, many times as I have before. For all I know, the same way that you're seeking them right now. And so I think about it for a moment. I can't respond very quickly to this because this gets a little deeper. And he's entrusting me to at least give him advice from a third-party opinion. And so I wait and I say, you know, look, my friend, there's, there's no way to get her back until she truly sees the best version of you. You won't be able to tell her. Your friends won't be able to tell her. You can't write her enough notes or prove it to her with flowers. She'll have to see it and then feel it. But it can't be forced. So in turn, the only way to achieve what you desire is to work deeply on yourself. And working on yourself and forgiving yourself and working to become the best version of you, you'll find new clarity in the situation. He takes some time and either is digesting things or is not able to respond. It doesn't really much matter. But hours pass and he says, thanks, Ryan. I appreciate your time. Sincerely. So here we go from, I'll say 10 hours earlier, a man that's confused, upset, frustrated, feels cast aside, has fears of judgment, self-doubt, rejection, all these things racing through his head, to by simply taking the time and not getting animated on my behalf to figure out what actually happened and why he feels this way, we're now to a point that he is thankful for our interaction. So how many different places in your life have you responded out of emotion because someone wasn't emotional towards you when you didn't know why they were being emotional? You meant emotion with emotion, and that's what drove your decisions. I can't tell you how many times I've been there in my life. It used to happen all the time. Meditation was one of those things that helped me click that off and helped me find my own personal power. I sent back to him, of course, everything we desire, in my opinion, truly comes from inside of us. 
He says, I'm starting to realize that. I'm really trying to focus on my mental health. The devil inside of me guided me through my 20s. Since this recent breakup, I've realized there's more to my problem than the external factors. So there always is. It's always internal. Everything that you're seeking, I truly believe, is seeking you. But that also comes from the negative things that are inside of you. They're already there. You have to rewire them. You have to work through them. Then he asked me for books that I suggest. It's a common question that I get, which is incredible. I truly feel honored to be able to share books. And almost every time I share some of the same books. When it comes to meditation, I'll say the the metaphysics world, I think Dr. Joe Dispenza's Becoming Supernatural is a great book to read. He also has some other other books about you know, getting past your past and things like that that have massive impact as well. I just happen to like Becoming Supernatural the best for explaining how to meditate. Another book that's a really easy read that's a guy that's been on the show that's a great man and a great coach is I Call Bullshit by Josh Miller. It has perspective and clarity of this whole situation. And then the third book I recommend is Code of the Extraordinary Mind by, by Vishen. I think to me that a combination of those three books will not only create some practices in the, in the spirituality world that will help you become more grounded, it will help you deal through with some of the self-defeating limited beliefs that you carry around, and it'll give a new operating system to focus on success going forward. So then I ask him, basically, look, I typically don't do something like this, but if you consider training with anybody, a performance coach, if you will, just somebody to help you navigate these waters. Tell him I have a lot of friends that are great in that field that I'd be happy to introduce you to. Again, guys like Cody Jefferson or, or Josh Miller or any number of people. I mean, I have female and male coaches. Name across the board. I would be happy to introduce you to somebody. I don't operate off of scarcity. Yes, I offer performance coaching, life optimization, whatever you want to call it. That's part of who I am, but that doesn't mean you have to use me. I believe that I happen to be blessed to be a part of a bunch of great other people's lives that I'd be happy to introduce you to. Just have to know where you want to get to and then introduce you to the people that would help you get there. He concludes by saying he hasn't. I've only been seeing a priest and consulting with him and just talking with friends and coworkers. And so here we are, we've come really full circle. We go from an original message that I don't remember reading that apparently I did, that I didn't respond to, to a series of weeks passing, that message getting deleted, him commenting out of spite and anger. I was talking about why he felt spiteful and angry, the hurt that he was going through, and some coping mechanisms and ways to work through it on the backside. From that, once we started working through it, I offered him another path to what I'll call salvation and finding someone to connect with on a deeper level to help hold him accountable for growth going forward. And that's that. That's how it ends. And so think of all the different ways in your life where either the emotional ties that you have to something are limiting your growth or your emotional response is making so you can't hear the root cause of why someone's upset. It's literally everywhere. Until you become present of it, until you become present in your own mind that this exists, it's difficult to navigate the waters of your mind. So I want to make sure as I leave this episode that there's no part of this that I wasn't trying to attack this individual at all. It was all very real time. There's no notes. There's no script. There's no anything. I've shared that before and I'll say it again. I literally, other than this time reading 
the conversation so I didn't butcher it. This all just comes off the head. It comes off the head through the heart. And so I truly honor the woman that messaged me and encouraged me to take down his comment on a post. Because it would do a massive injustice to him and the strength of this situation to have left the episode dangling as though his comment was wrong. His comment was the very door being opened that we needed to both walk through to help both learn a lesson. And in earning that lesson and learning that lesson, every day since, I've been able to get shit done. <laughs>